0: Welcome to the Dr. Wyatt Show. I'm your host, Dr. Wyatt Fisher, a licensed psychologist specializing in couples counseling. If you want better communication so that you have more love and less conflicts, download my app today, Keep the Glow, wherever you get your apps. Today I'm gonna talk about attachment styles in relationships. Whether you know it or not, you have an attachment style. I have an attachment style. Everyone has an attachment style. And these attachment styles come out in our closest relationships, in particular, the relationship we have with our partner. So to clarify things, I'm gonna start with, what are the styles? What are the various styles of attachment? There's technically four different styles, but I'm gonna clump them into two buckets to make it simpler. There's the secure attachment style and the insecure attachment style. Someone who has a secure attachment style, this person is comfortable with closeness. This person is comfortable with intimacy. They're comfortable with connection. They trust others easily. That's someone who has a secure attachment style. Someone with an insecure attachment style is the opposite. They struggle with closeness. They feel uncomfortable with intimacy. They feel uncomfortable with connection, and they lean more toward mistrust. So as you can see, If you have an insecure attachment style versus a secure attachment style, it's gonna greatly impact how you connect or don't connect with your partner. And that's why this topic is such a hot topic, because it's so relevant with how we develop adult relationships. These attachment styles come out in our friendships and they definitely come out with our significant other. And that leads me to number two. What causes these attachment styles? Well, you may not be surprised to hear They come from our family of origin. So what attachment theory says is the child growing up who has at least one primary caregiver who is tuning into their signals, reading their signals, and responding to those signals sensitively and consistently, that's the child who grows up and develops a sense of trust. They feel like the world is a safe place, and they develop a sense of a secure attachment with their primary caregiver. So let's say a baby is crying, and an ideal caregiver tunes in to those cries and eventually learns what the various cries mean. Oh, that cry means they're hungry, or that cry means they're lonely, or that cry means they're dirty, and then they respond to those signals, and that continues into early childhood and middle childhood and even adolescence, where that primary caregiver continues to read the signals of the child continues to read the signals of the teen, and then they respond to those signals sensitively and consistently. That's what cultivates that sense of a secure attachment, and that develops a sense of trust, a a sense of safety, that people are safe, people are good, and that individual takes that style with them into their adult relationships, in their friendships, in their marriage, and that's the person who has an easier time with with connection, an easier time with closeness, with intimacy, because they have that modeling growing up of closeness and connection, because people are safe. In contrast, growing up, if you're a baby or a child and you don't have a primary caregiver tuning into you, reading your signals, responding to your signals, and instead, they ignore your signals, or they misread your signals, or they're not consistent, with responding to your needs. If that's your experience growing up, you're gonna develop a sense of mistrust, that the world is not a safe place, that people are not safe, and that's gonna definitely influence how you show up in your adult relationships, in your friendships, in your marriage. That's gonna make you have a harder time feeling comfortable with closeness because people aren't safe. Your original caregiver wasn't safe. And there's a variety of reasons why some people aren't good primary caregivers. One reason is because maybe they weren't raised in a healthy environment, so they did not have a secure attachment, and therefore, they don't know how to provide it. That's one reason. Another reason is some caregivers are under the influence of substances. And when that's the case, obviously, they're not going to be able to tune in to the signals of a baby and respond sensitively and consistently. So there's a variety of factors. Mental health issues is another one. If there's a caregiver who is struggling with depression themselves, they're going to have a harder time tuning in and responding to the signals of their baby or their child. So there's a variety of reasons, but unfortunately the impact for that child growing up is they develop a sense of mistrust and they bring that right into the relationship because they have an insecure attachment style. So Those are the causes of attachment styles. And that brings me to number three. What is the impact of the attachment styles? This is where it gets very relevant for you. So if you have a secure attachment style, that's going to make you a really good partner because you're gonna be comfortable with connection. You're gonna be comfortable with closeness. You're going to more likely give your partner the benefit of the doubt you're going to more likely keep them in that safe bucket because you feel comfortable with closeness. You have an easier time trusting. And so research shows those who have secure attachment styles tend to have more successful marriages. And this makes sense because you are familiar with what it feels like to have a close bond, have a close connection. That's familiar to you because you had that growing up. So you transfer that close bond tendency over to your partner. Are you enjoying the episode today, but you want to go even deeper? If so, join my community, Matrimony. Matrimony provides four things. First, you'll gain exclusive access to my deep dive where I unpack the weekly podcast in more detail. Second, you'll gain more access to me because I provide live Q&A once a week to answer all your questions. Third, you'll gain access to my best marriage resources to start building your relationship today. And fourth, you'll gain access to my community so you can learn these skills and tools with other couples. To learn more, click the link in the description. The opposite is true for someone who has an insecure attachment style. So if you're in a relationship, you're going to have a harder time sustaining connection with your partner, and you're going to be more likely to not give them the benefit of the doubt. And to pull away instead of staying close and you might feel more skeptical of their motives and you might be more likely to detach yourself or to be overly clingy and so if you have an insecure attachment style it's going to show up and make it harder at times to create a secure solid bond with your partner because closeness is not familiar to you closeness is not comfortable for you closeness is not something you feel safe with because it was never safe for you growing up. Growing up, you didn't have that closeness. You didn't have that connection. Therefore, it's foreign. It's anxiety-inducing. You feel uncomfortable. And so this is how it shows up for us in our adult relationships. This is the impact of our attachment styles. And that leads me to number four. And number four is what do you do with the styles? Well, I'm sure you're not surprised to hear that a lot of marriages and relationships are made up of one partner who has a secure attached style with another partner who has an insecure attachment style. So when that's the case, let's talk about what do you do with those styles. First thing to consider, if you're the securely attached partner and you are in a relationship with someone who has an insecure attachment style, you're gonna have to give some extra grace some extra patience, and remember, their behavior is not all about you. They may assume the worst in your motives at times. They may be thinking the worst in your thoughts. They may be not giving you the benefit of the doubt. They may shut you out at times, or they may become overly clingy at times. It's gonna create stress. And so if you're the partner who has more of the secure attachment style, you have to realize it's going to create stress at times to be in a relationship with someone who has an insecure attachment style. So you have to be ready for it. You have to realize what you're signing up for. And remember, if your partner, when and if they become upset with you or they start walling off or they struggle with closeness, they struggle with connection, they struggle giving you the, the benefit of the doubt, they assume the worst in your motives. When that happens, remind yourself, this is not all about me. There might be some things I'm doing that I could improve and I can own, but this has a lot to do with my partner's upbringing, with their insecure attachment style from their family of origin, and they're projecting that onto me. And so it's important to remember that if you're the partner with the secure attachment style. And remember, you're going to have to give extra patience. You're going to have to give extra grace as your partner is working through their internal struggles while trying to build a bond with you. But remember, securely attached partners, you have the power of transforming their insecure attachment style eventually into a securely attached style because you can become the unconditional love they never received. You can become that stable, safe relationship they never had. And so you have a lot of opportunity, securely attached individuals, by creating that safe haven for your partner to slowly work through their attachment wounds so that they can become securely attached with you with time. If you're the insecurely attached partner, some things I would recommend for you to consider is when you start walling off, when you start feeling anxious with feeling too close, or when you start wanting to avoid that closeness with your partner, remember, this is not all your partner's fault. This is from your family of origin. You're bringing this insecure attachment style from your relationships growing up into your marriage, into your relationship, and you're projecting a lot of it onto your partner. And so when you struggle giving them benefit of the doubt, reconsider, look for their innocence, look for the good in their heart, look for the stability they've been providing, and remind yourself if they have earned it, that you are safe, that you are secure, that you can learn to trust here in this relationship because you're going to have a lot of mental battles because your impulse is going to feel like you are not safe. Your impulse is going to feel like you have to erect walls because that's what you always did to survive growing up, but not anymore. If you're in a relationship with someone who has a secure attachment style and they've proven themselves over time, you're gonna have to remind yourself they are good. I can trust. I can let down my walls. I am safe. And by doing that over time, your insecure attachment style can transform into a secure attachment style. So those are four things to consider with attachment styles in relationships. Number one, what are the styles? Number two, what causes the styles? Number three, what are the impacts of the styles? And number four, what do you do with the styles? Thank you for listening to The Dr. Wyatt Show. For my free resources, click the link in the description. And remember to leave a review if you enjoyed this show today and share this episode with one other person. And remember, your marriage is alive. If you care for it and nurture it, it will grow if you deprive it and neglect it, it will wilt and die. The choice is up to you. Take care.